Okay, I'm recording. Within, I don't know, a few minutes. Not a few minutes. No, I take that back. It took a few minutes for it. It does take a few minutes. It takes a couple minutes. For, even, for me even for to it feel to start. It. And that's when I spit it out after two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes is more than enough time for those nicotine pouches. That's what I tell them. <laughs> Have you seen those videos going around online where the. Like the, the 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 boyfriend is making the girl like lay on the bed and having her do like the pelvic thrust and he's timing her. He's like, "No, you got to go two minutes. Let's go. Keep it going. Keep pumping." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Oh, my abs they burn. I can't do it." Jeez, you're only at thirty seconds. Keep going. Thinking game. Oh, these are called Summerfest. Summerfest, mm. dude. Those are yeah. good. Look what I got. Mount Pills, Modern Times. The other one is kind of but messed up. Yeah. But that's why they're cheap. But well, it's pretty good. How's the jacket? I got those because I never... Zero you, never... you never had these? Oh, they're good. Mm. Try it. Here. Well, it's kind of four-pack. Oh, man. It tastes like Jack and Go. It's delicious. Yeah. Are they as good as the Crown ones, though? Always Crown. Crown right? is too sweet. Do you mix Crown and Coke? Crown, no, yeah, you know, like Crown is top shelf. No, 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 It's no. weird. No. Um, so they had, um, so you remember uh, when Tony I was at the race? Tony Hitchcliffe does it. You probably don't Skinny remember, little comedian. At the race, they had the Crown ones. They're just like that. Yeah, so Crown, Crown and Coke. Crown and Coke, Crown and Coke. Oh, like Crown and Coke is just sugar. And there's you the gotta apple be, that's how you. That's how you're like yeah. diabetic and shit. <laughs> yeah. That's like a bunch of sugar, dude. Yeah. Crown, Crown is just nothing but sweetness plus Coke. But the apple one was really good, but it was too sweet. The crown, the crown, all and the coke crown and coke are too sweet. Really good. It's too sweet, dude. It's sugar and extra sugar. Or they call That's it all crown it and cola. At least Jack isn't sweet by itself. So, yeah. and it's Coke Zero, so it can't be that bad. Yeah. But it's not as good as Summerfest, though. No, I got a six. Or this one. This one's good. I never had this one. Yeah, I'm not a big it tastes fan like of a Pilsner. Pilsner's though. Is it good? It's malty. It's creamy. Nothing, nothing bad about it. Nothing. I mean, nothing that amazing about it either. But and it's modern times. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah, it's a solid beer. All right, we're on Romans 14. We're only gonna do one more week after this. He's going to combine the last two chapters. Coo, coo, coo. Because Nick decided to stay home and thought it was better to fix the sink than come here. Yeah. What now? Yeah. Oh, Garcia. The text? Not yeah. Pope Garcia. Yeah. No. Pope never comes anymore. Yeah. yeah. Pope couldn't fix the sink if it... <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah, we had that party here, whatever it was, last year. and Who... who... Uh, Christian. Yeah, Christian yeah. dove into the sink and fixed mm-hmm. it for him. Christian does everything for him, man. Yeah. 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 Pope couldn't fix a sink if it, if it was going to save one of his kids. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I think that's true. Dude, I hate fucking plumbing work. I've done. I've replaced every part of a toilet before, and I've dealt with the uh, um, what's it called, garbage disposals. 
Yeah, I, I hate it's that. Always I hate that. Scary. Yeah. So we kill the power of the breaker. I'm out. Still not as bad as what I did. I was trying to fix the outlet under the sink. Mm -hmm. Didn't turn the power off. Mm -hmm. So when the needle nose pliers touch the uh, the uh, metal braided hose. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, that's crazy. Slap a needle, pair of needle nose with no tips. Zap. That's not good. One one of the tongs doesn't have a tip. I nipped the tip. Well, melted it. The scariest thing I ever did with, with electricity was when I was a, in high school. I read. Um, Penn and Teller had a magic book, and in the back of this magic book, it would tell you how to um, run electric current through a pickle to make it glow. Like, you can make it glow like a light bulb. And so I was like, that's awesome. I'm going to try it, but I didn't really know anything. I was a fucking, like, 15-year-old. Yeah. And so I had a, an outlet, like a little plug with an outlet, and it had prongs. And so I just jammed it into the pickle and then plugged it into the wall. It blew the, it blew the fuse. <laughs> that really? outlet blew up. And like, it, like I saw it glow. It glowed for a second. Yeah. It glowed. It glowed for a millisecond. It glowed for a second. <laughs> but I was like, oh, shit. That was dangerous. <laughs> it's not as bad as one of my friends stuck a fork in an outlet. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Never do it again. Yep, that's true. No, the best one by far, though, was when my best friend growing up, his parents got AOL, right? Yeah. But they didn't want to tie up the uh, the main phone line, mm -hmm. so they got a secondary line, a fax line. Mm -hmm. And one, my buddy Danny, he like he's really good. He's an ASC mechanic now, and he does you know, Mercedes mechanic. Now he's an RN. But anyway, um, but he's really me mechanically inclined, so he was going to hook it up at the house. He was going to hook up the secondary line at the house. Well, right, right as he was hooking it up, the phone line rang. Oh yeah. <laughs> Blew him back against the. Oh my fence. god. Like, it was probably a good four to six feet. I didn't think a phone line would have that much electricity. Yeah, apparently there's there's that much current going through it. Mm. <laughs> it just blew up. Like, it so, was the funniest thing ever. What surprised me is that it's only running through it when it's ringing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty, that was pretty funny. Hmm. But, it was good times. All right, Romans 14. I'll read Accept other believers who are weak in faith and don't argue with them about what they think is right or wrong. For instance, one person believes it's all right to eat anything, but another believer with a sensitive conscience will eat only vegetables. Those who feel free to eat anything must not look down on those who don't, and those who don't eat certain foods must not condemn those who do, for God has accepted them. Who are you to condemn someone else's servants? Their own master will judge whether they stand or fall. And with the Lord's help, they will stand and receive his approval. In the same way, some think one day is more holy than another, while others think every day is alike. You should each be fully convinced that whichever day you choose is acceptable. Those who worship the Lord on a special day 
do it to honor him. Those who eat any kind of food do so to honor the Lord, since they give thanks to God before eating. And those who refuse to eat certain foods also want to please the Lord and give thanks to God. For we don't live for ourselves or die for ourselves. If we live, it's to honor the Lord. And if we die, it's to honor the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Christ died and rose again for this very purpose, to be Lord both of the living and of the dead. So why do you condemn another believer? Why do you look down on another believer? Remember, we all we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. For the scriptures say, As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bend to me, every tongue will declare allegiance to God. Yes, each of us will give a personal account to God, so let's stop condemning each other. Decide instead to live in such a way that you will not cause another believer to stumble and fall. All right, what do you think? That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Somebody's right and somebody's wrong. <laughs> yeah, there's obviously a squabble. We don't under- <laughs> it's weird that it just comes out talking about this with no context. Yeah, Like, in the last yeah. chapter, it didn't say anything about this. Yeah. It was just all of a sudden, and we, have no- we don't know about what they're talking about. There was obviously some issue, you know, that we can suppose. Yeah. We can suppose. So we shouldn't look down on vegans? Well, Christian vegans. Christian vegans. Christian vegans. So we look down on... Like, we know... Atheist vegans. Atheist vegans. <laughs> because this was the letter... It's a loophole. This was the letter to the Romans. And we know that in the Roman culture at the time, there was plenty of, like, pagan um, practices where certain foods were not allowed or part of the foods were part of the religious ceremony. They're part of the pagan religious ceremony. And so you had groups that were would only eat a certain kind of food or would only eat this kind of food if it was identified with religious ceremony or believers that would avoid the food because it was identified with that. Like, well, uh, I'm pagan worship. Even, I mean, even more than that, I mean, the main thing was pork. Mm-hmm. Because Jews didn't eat pork, right? Yeah, yeah, that too. So... Well, even now, Muslims, Jews, they don't eat pork. Yeah. Um, the Hindus don't eat cows. Which is weird. Anyway. And we have, like, the Lord's, the Lord's Supper every Sunday where we eat the body and drink the blood, you know. There's definitely eating practices involved in the early church. On Joe Rogan, he often talks about how, like, a lot, they thought that a lot of the early Christians were, when they drank the blood, they were drinking some kind of, like, psilocybin or some kind of wacky yeah, fucking Rogan. mushroom. Yeah, it's, it's... He wants everything to be mm-hmm. MDM. Yeah, there's a lot of weirdos that say kinds of weird shit now. So, I think that, but I mean, obviously, there's a conflict, right? There's a conflict between what they think is appropriate, what is the appropriate Christian response, and what isn't, in whatever situation it is. You know, in this situation, it has to do with eating certain foods. So how do we apply that? 
well, Paul's I think the, logic. Right? I think the point is that you don't. It's not that you don't disagree with them. It's just that you don't like condemn them as evil or anything like that. It's like yeah, let bygones be bygones. Let people live. You can you can disagree. You can disagree. Just, yeah. Don't, yeah. You know, don't just, squabble over yeah. something yeah. that doesn't really matter. Right. Uh, something yeah. stupid. Is there something that we squabble about that... All the time. We shouldn't? Oh, no. Well... <laughs> Let me count the ways. I mean, there's I mean, there's other people in the church who would look at us judgmentally, right? Well, they'd be wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, my, I would my ju- parents. I would judge myself. Because I was raised, you always went to church with khakis on a colored shirt. Well, yeah, we always judge Nick for not coming to church. Yeah. Well, there's that, too. <laughs> but that's not judgment. That's just... That's judgment. We just do it in a Yeah, we way. judge. Yeah. Not in a mean way. Yeah, we make it fun. And we, ju- we quietly judge Jason <laughs> for never coming. For never for coming. Jason's been sick for like a month. Yeah. Well, no, it's been longer than that. Yeah. Yeah, you, Jason. <laughs> yeah, he's even listening and to Mike. us. Who Mike, knows? too. Yeah. Mike's always got an excuse. Mm-hmm. Whoever's listening, whoever's actually listening, cop and signal tomorrow and tell us you're listening. Yeah, Mike's got a grown kid. <laughs> Mike is like a, basically an empty nester now. So are you, Peter. True. You're a fucking empty nester, dude. You should have all the freedom in the world. Yeah, Griffin, Griffin's about to leave and he brought in a stray. I know, right? <laughs> so instead of losing one, I gained one. Even Put them to work. Make them your slaves. Jesus. Indentured servant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If only they gotta pay rent. They gotta pay rent, or they gotta. You gotta earn. Earn your keep. Yep. I'm. I'm not the one that's at that point. I guess the one that's at that point. Even better. <laughs> Cash, gas, or ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gas. What is it? Cat. Grass. Cash, gas. Cash, grass, or ass. Cash, yeah. grass, gas, or ass. I'm not a hitchhiker. Uh, no. no, they are. They're the hitchhikers. Well, you know the the, the weird part is is Chris isn't the problem. It's Griffin. Well, yeah. I don't think Griffin realizes how. It's good the prodigal he has son. It. It's the prodigal son. Yeah, Griffin doesn't realize how good he has it. Anyway, like he got he got mad at me. Last night, because I told him to go turn his light off. He never fucking turns his light off when he leaves his room. Charging for it. If he had money, maybe. Somebody else either. He doesn't even have a job yet. Well, tell him to get a job. He, well, actually, he's trying to get a job with Kristen. Uh, with that, that men's home. Mm. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about it. So, um, but I guess... That'd be good. I guess whatever the agency is is dragging their feet on it. They can't figure it out background check yeah Griffin needs an extensive background check what about yeah, for right? Randy could he think he could work for Randy I don't think so like you have to have medical training or I think, think so yeah I mean, it's like he already has an office person yeah so he needs a grunt though doesn't he yeah Gilbert 
I mean, there's plenty he of grunt jobs. He could probably be like the janitor. He could work perfect, but he has no idea how to clean. So, well, you learn, yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. But anyway, wax on, wax off, Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> Paint the fence, wax the floor. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Alright, anything else to say on this? Archbase, go to the next side. Do we already use some examples? Come on, I think we talked about them already. Yeah, I think it was pretty straightforward. A lot of examples. <laughs> I do have two of these as well. Which are just shit Mexican beers, but they're okay. Oh, I want to try the margarita, that's right. Oh, yeah. What flavor should I get? Anyway, read the next section. I'll go pee and murder You don't want to hear it? No, I'll... You'll catch up? <laughs> uh, I know and am convinced on the authority of the Lord Jesus that no food in and of itself is wrong to eat. But if someone believes it is wrong, then for that person it is wrong. If another believer is distressed by what you eat, you are not acting in love if you eat it. Don't let your eating ruin someone for whom Christ died. Then you will not be criticized for doing something you believe is good. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. If you serve Christ with this attitude, you will please God, and others will approve of you too. So then, let us aim for harmony in the church and try to build each other up. Don't tear apart the work of God over what you eat. Remember, all foods are acceptable, but it is wrong to eat something if it makes another person stumble. It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything else if it might cause another believer to stumble. You may believe there's nothing wrong with the, what you are doing, but keep it between yourself and God. Blessed are those who don't feel guilty for doing something they have decided is right. But if you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something, you are sinning if you go ahead and do it. For you are not following your convictions. If you do anything you believe is not right, you are sinning. I have a lot of problems with this. <laughs> Well, because at this point, the Holy Spirit had come down, right? Yes. So I think I think the point, well, at least in my eyes, the point is if you're doing it. I mean, obviously. Well, because like their diet was restricted, right? As Hasidic Jews, Hasidic Jews, yeah. The Jews had a restricted diet, like no pork. Um, like the Jews had a restricted diet, like no pork, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if there was other stuff or not, but I know the pork. Yeah, was you got to drain the blood and all that. Yeah, yeah so yeah, it's pretty tasty. Yeah, it's good. I mean, in my eyes, this this is like uh, obviously there was beef with people eating pork now. Did it anyway? So it's saying as long as you're not. I guess as long as you're not breaking the Ten Commandments and you're not doing it I don't know what the I'm trying to think of the term maliciously maliciously like if the Holy Spirit will convict you is basically what I'm trying to say right. the Holy Spirit will convict you like so if you're eating um, dog turds maliciously maliciously <laughs> and the Holy Spirit <laughs> convicts you obviously you're doing something wrong right so I mean, I'm, I'm on board with the part where it says don't do it half-assed that's fine 
believe what you believe and make sure you believe it wholeheartedly. Don't do it one foot in, one foot out. The part that bothers me is the part that says, like, um, if someone else believes it's true, then mm-hmm. let them believe it. Or not even, like, let them believe it, then... But yeah. Like, where was it? I think it's all... I mean, it's talking about, like, secondary issues, right? So, like... The whole, what do you eat, what do you drink, those are secondary issues. They aren't that important. They're not critical to... Blessed are those who don't feel guilty for doing something they have decided is right. And now is it, are we certain that it's just talking about like ancillary stuff that's not important? That's or, is what it, I, I, or is it more like a general... That's what I understand it as. I mean, I mean, did Jesus ever say anything about, oh, you shouldn't eat that or you shouldn't drink that? Well, that's the thing, is if, if Jesus never said it, that specific thing, then how do we know whether it's right or wrong? I yeah. think there's a question. There's if a question, it's wrong, obviously the Holy Spirit will. Yeah, but I think there's and... there's got to be some question as to whether whether this is right. If your conscience is telling you that it's wrong, though, mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what all is saying. And that a person that's... is condemning. They are, in a sense, condemning themselves because they're doing something that they believe is wrong, whether it's wrong or not is another matter because it's it's wrong to a lesser extent it's not wrong to a primary uh it has no no bearing on the essential the big stuff yeah and and i think the the underlying issue is your walk with god is your own yeah and who are are we to condemn like there's there's denominational differences in the christian church right and but we, I mean, if we disagree over dumb little things. A Methodist could come into our church. And but agree we have our convictions. Yeah, we, we still have our own convictions but, about those things. But as long as they don't condemn us for doing so, like mm-hmm. who cares? Yeah. Okay, but then, what's the, the limiting principle? Yeah. Where, where does it cross the line from? Ah, don't worry about it. To okay, now I have to say like. Yeah. Exactly. No, How do we know if it's an essential thing or if it's a non-essential thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Because if something is, if something is sinful, but we're like, well, that's a little sinful. I'm just going to worry about the big sins. Why? Why is that? First of all, where do you draw the line? Second of all, why is there a line at all? It's either a sin or it's not. And if you're sinning, I should tell you to stop. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's the problem with. Well, like Seventh-day Adventists, right? Seventh-day Adventists believe that you should worship on Saturday and not on Sunday. So they think that all the other Christian churches' denominations are wrong because we're worshiping on Sunday. Whereas all the worship, all the people that worship on Sunday think that the Seventh-day Adventists are wrong. You know, it doesn't really matter. You know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter which day you pick. The principle, the principle is what's important. If we knew the answer, that it would matter. Yeah, but we so don't know the answer. We so agree we on principle, but we don't. We disagree on pre- in practice. Only because we don't actually know the answer. Like yeah. If, if we because knew we don't. Was, if yeah, we knew exactly. it was a Tuesday, then we don't have a definitive answer. Yeah. We have an answer based on tradition, yeah, based on how we or, read the Bible. Yeah. And they have their own tradition how they read the Bible, too. So right. you can both be wrong, but you can't both be right. Right. So if they're making an inference that can't be disproved, then that's one thing. But if there's actual factual written rules, but some people would argue, like, ah, it's just a little thing. That's not really a big deal. And some would 
that I would say, well, why? Why is it not yeah. a big deal? Yeah. I mean, yeah. lying's a sin, but... But that is a good lying? point. How do you determine what is lying essential? Lying is probably the, the best example. Like, where, where do you draw the line? Everyone you, lies. Yeah. Where do you draw the line? Well, lying Which, is wrong. Who, yeah, but, like, but at the end of the day, who are you to condemn? I think everybody person? believes that lying is wrong. Well, we can all recognize it. I think like you wrong. can condemn someone for murder. Yeah. But because I don't. Yeah. I don't at know. what point do you condemn condemn someone for lying? Like, I would say you condemn them for lying if it hurt, if it causes harm to someone. Obviously. Right. Well, there's there are certain. But then, what's harm? There are certain you circumstances know. where lying is allowed, or lying is a moral thing, like. Um, Anne Frank or whatever, right? Like she was hiding from the Nazis, right? Yeah. There is a morality to because she wasn't saying, that, "Hey, I'm here." They didn't tell where Anne Frank was. Yeah. Well, yeah, the people that were hiding her weren't telling okay, the Nazis yeah. where she was hiding. Right. <clears throat> That's obviously a moral, moral thing to lie in that scenario. But again, that's between you and God. It's not for us to change. No, that's an objective. That's an objective. Um, way of looking at it, right? You can say you can stand as an outside perspective and say that, okay, I understand that situation where it was okay to lie for them in that situation, right? So there are extremes, but yeah, I mean, like I agree with you, but it's the stuff in the middle that I, I agree with you. Is just I want I want if if the Bible says let's say lying is a sin. And then I want to also see in the Bible where it says extenuating circumstances slash caveat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to know what the get out of jail free card. Yeah. Is. And what are the essentials? What what get back to Wade's question? What how do you determine what are essentials of what is right and what is wrong? And what where do you designate the line between secondary issue or an essential issue? I guess if it's not explicitly said. Yeah, stated in the Bible or the Ten Commandments, then yeah, I think if something everything's a gray area. If it's something you're trying to infer that isn't explicit, then yeah, there are things. There are things that the church has disagreed on for thousands of years, mm-hmm. and they probably always will. Those are the secondary issues. The primary issues, I think, are the ones that the church agrees on as a whole, as not even as a whole, but as a majority throughout the centuries. Like who God is, right? That's an essential. If you if you disagree about who God is, you can't say that you're a Christian. You can't if you can't believe in the Trinity, yeah. right? Or not believe in the Trinity and say you're not, you're not a Christian. You ever heard say of you're the, a Christian? You ever heard of the Whatever podcast? I, I don't. I've never even heard it, but I see clips from it all the time popping up now and like that. It's this guy and he's like the usual host, and he'll always bring on these like liberal feminist women types to like talk about a subject and it was this clip and this guy was like this blonde chick was sitting across from the table and he was like so are you are you a Christian she says yeah but and and you believe in what the bible says no what (laughs) how do you justify that (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. By what so, standard do you right. say that you're a Christian? Right. That's, that's your, do you yeah. say you're a Christian by the cultural standard? Then yeah. okay, then you're an American. Yeah. Kind of thing. You can call yourself whatever you want. Yeah. You believe in 
Jesus, whoever that is. <laughs> yeah. A person named yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Hey, Susie, cuts my lawn. <laughs> yeah. I believe he cuts my <laughs> Yeah. So what's the difference between how Christians do this kind of thing, organize their how they think about things, and how everybody else does? <laughs> like, the moral relativism question was really targeted towards people outside Christianity. I think ultimately every every religion that is any has any kind of modern appeal, right, is gonna end up towards that whole moral relativistic aspect where you believe you know, you believe what you believe, believe. I'm gonna believe what I believe and And everybody's right. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's right, nobody's wrong. Let's just be let's just have fun and forget about it. Yeah. Like last century, you weren't allowed to talk about politics and religion. It was like a faux pas, right? Because you were you were bringing conflict to the situation that where they didn't need conflict, yeah. they didn't want conflict. Conflict was not invited, not welcome. Yeah. Now I thrive on it. <laughs> so. How do you ma- how do you make sense of that? How do you see that? I wish there was a way to separate what politics and religion. I mean the mo- the most in today's the most present there's no way to separate the most present issue right now is the whole LGBT thing, right? Yeah. I mean Christians divide over that issue. Yeah. They're, well, yeah, they're starting to. Denominations, our denomination divides over that issue. The RCA. RCA? Yeah. RCA divides over that issue. What's they that? have, we have very liberal churches. RCA. Uh, Reformed Church in America. It's, mm-hmm. it's actually Dutch Reformed. Mm-hmm. The Dutch Reformed Church in America. But it's the oldest Reformed denomination in America. Mm-hmm. All the old churches, though, are run by, like, wacko leftists. But all the newer RCA churches, like in the in the Central Valley, those are run by conservatives. <laughs> so there's a total disconnect between the old school and the new school. Yeah, it's, you're starting to see it more and more, and it bugs me. Like you see these preachers and pastors, and they're like, "God is non-binary," and and. Mm-hmm. Sh- sh- Mother God and all yeah. this stuff, and, and yeah. it's like no, like if you want to believe that, go ahead and believe that, but don't call it Christianity. Yeah, yeah, they're obviously being influenced by the culture, and that's the easiest way to to spot it. Really, is just if if you are um, agreeing with the current times and the way things are now, you know, you're obviously being influenced by the culture. Yeah. I mean, Christianity will always be anti-culture because nature, human nature, is sort of antithetical to Christian dogma. And so the culture will always be non-Christian. And so we'll always be the rebels. Yeah. Yeah, I think it always will be counter-cultural in a sense. Because even when it was, like, Christianity was popular, like, in uh, the Roman Empire, the late stages of the Roman Empire, you had Constantine... Who was a Christian, or at least said he was. Yeah. And Rome tried to, you know, 
enforce Christianity all over the Western world. Uh, um, even then, you know, it was like the real Christianity was probably counter cultural to that movement, right? And when you had the the Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic Church that was like in charge of everyone and was completely corrupt, right? You still had, you always had pockets of like um, anti-Protestants, anti-establishment, like that, and you know, you had countercultural pockets. Yeah, we always are. Well, I mean, you could argue that the modern-day church is not really Jesus' church, mm-hmm. especially, like, mega-churches. Right. Because in his day, a church was a group of people meeting in a house. And all these mega-churches. And in, even to an extent to, I mean, a, a church as small as ours. Um, this or that? A little bit of this. Yeah, a little this, bit of that. this one's taller. I'll take the modern types. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's my boy. Beat up. <laughs> Can. All right, I guess I'll turn the off. So. Who's the black sheep? Who's the black sheep? <laughs> that's why Becky and I don't really like people. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Any other those other churches because they just don't they don't feel authentic. Mm-hmm. So. All right, man. Oh, we should have done chapter fifteen and sixteen tonight. <laughs> if I knew we were gonna go that fast, dude. That's why first? it was three. It was it was on sale. <laughs> it was on sale for that very reason. Pour it into your Coors Light um, thing. That's why it was cheap. Oh. Geez. That's why I was telling you that the uh, that Marochal <laughs> station couldn't even open it far enough to pour it. It's going. You got it. At least you won't get all bloated and puff up in your stomach. Yeah. Well, but now what we're we gonna talk about? We got done in thirty I don't minutes. Know, that was pretty short. I right, know we should have done them all, huh? We should have finished it off. Like chapter fifteen is kind of long, but chapter sixteen there's like only one paragraph that's even wrong. Oh. Like the rest of the the rest of the chapter sixteen is all just like um, uh, greetings and or what do you call it? Salutations and um, like yeah, it's greetings and salutations. That's all it is. I don't think you guys would be interested in that. Probably not. So next week we'll finish. Yep. You gonna be here Thursday? Yep. We're not leaving until Monday. Okay. Good. So I'll be here. Then I'll have a week off, which will be nice. Except driving to Oregon. That's gonna suck. So then we'll do. We'll finish next week, and then we'll take a week off. And then we'll start the Exodus. 
Maybe Mike and Jason will join us and everybody else. Hopefully. Or maybe Nick will help. Will uh, join us next week to finish out. And then we'll take a week off. And then, we'll, do, another and then we'll start doing uh, Jordan Peterson. Oh, yeah. That's right. That'll be fun. Dude, that margarita is hella sweet. Yeah, they are very sugary. Yeah. Yeah. Easy to drink, though. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we done? I guess so. Yeah. Anything else to talk about? This is going to be a short episode. That's all right. Uh, let's see. What happened in the news? Uh, we're sending more troops over to Ukraine. Oh, God. Just ended already. I saw that there was, like, a, <laughs> um, you know, a meme where they had, like, a... Zelensky dressed in his camo with all the other like people of the NATO NATO that were just like dressed up dressed in the lines yeah and it, it said like when a non-player when a when your character um, is in a non-player character cutscene or something like that because <laughs> mm-hmm. he just looks so awkward and mm-hmm. like why, why am I here well, he looks like what's his face um the guy that had the, the stroke. Senator from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he, I mean, he, he is just a tool now. I mean, he's a tool by the powers that be. Well, yeah, we're, it's a proxy war. Nobody really cares what happens to Ukraine. No, we're just using them so we can fight Russia without getting mm-hmm. into a war. Yeah, it's just a pain in Putin's... Why we'll in, in NATO. Yeah. Because it would be instant World War Three. Well, I mean, I can see it, like, if they do negotiations. Where Putin gets, Putin gets part of Ukraine, at least. Yeah. they got to figure out. It's going to come down to that eventually. Yeah, Ukraine. Cr- Probably this year, I imagine. Crimea and Ukraine and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. 18 months now. Crazy. Yeah, it's stupid. And then we got dumbass Brandon going on live TV and be like, yeah, we're, we're out of this weapon, so that's why we're sending him this oh, other one. Oh, yeah. What a idiot. Yeah, it's so obvious now that being president is just being a puppet. President of Ukraine, President of the United States, doesn't matter. Well, he could do what he wants, but he chooses not to. Or this probably is what he wants. Who knows? I don't think he cares. I don't think he knows I don't think anybody cares. He doesn't, he doesn't know where he is. Nobody really cares. Do you ever see the videos where the, the guy on the street is like asking randos, he's like, oh, how many stars are on the flag? What's, oh, really? Oh. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. You're not seeing it. Oh, it's, it's, it's painful. Um, well, all the man in the street stuff is like that, though. Yeah. Like, I remember we talked about that, where that one guy is like, name a woman. Name a woman. Oh, yeah. And, and like, he's like, uh, uh, uh. Sister's half your age. Yeah. You're 20 years old. Your sister's half your age. When you turn yeah. 50, how old is your sister? Niggas don't even fucking know. Uh, like what? Thirty? 
Yes, on a map. No, he's clearly you know what country is located like above South Korea? Nope. Mm. If you had to guess. Not a geography guy. If you had to guess a country, give me your best guess. I don't want to. Yeah, that's all just being in the moment. Do you know what country Joe Biden was originally from? Like, where was he born? Russia? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's almost like you're finding people that are still not their mind. Still, these are like basic questions they should know. Yeah, but still, if somebody came up to us and they're like, leave us alone, and reported us and started asking us questions, I'm sure we'd give similar answers. Peter, especially. What? Peter, name a woman. <laughs> Name a woman. Name a woman. Name a woman. Becky, ready to go. Oh shit! You fail. Becky's not a woman. (laughs) How so? She's a man, baby. (laughs) How how would you know? (laughs) Is there something you know that I don't? Uh, (laughs) What's the middle name of the president of the United States? Ooh, that one's too hard. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty hard. Wait, wait, wait. It's a a R, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Joseph R. Biden. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I knew. Uh, Robert? Who is the vice prince, the vice president of the United States? That's Kamala. Kamala Harris. Yes. What is it? Joe Biden wiki. Robinette. That's right. What is it? Robinette. Robinette. That's a hot name. Very yeah. unusual. Random. <sighs> All right. I give up. Are you done? All right, we're done. We're ending this. Next week. Next week, we're going to finish. People better show up. Show up or put up. Or just put up, yeah. Don't disappoint us. Good night. What are we going to title this episode? Uh, Robinette. Robinette.